Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the 107 podcast, which by now, six seconds in, is longer than Alpine lasted in this weekend's <laughs> race. Uh, welcome, uh, myself and Ash are here for you this week. Um, and yeah, it was a interesting enough race. No, I did not no? enjoy it. Okay, well in that case, thank you very much for watching uh, or listening. <laughs> yeah, Follow uh, us on wherever <clears throat> you listen to your podcast yeah. and we'll... We'll speak to you next. We'll week. be back next week with some uh, some more Belgian waffle. Um, yeah, oh, no, dude, I no, just stop. Just no, stop. I love the puns. The puns are the best bit. That's what the people have come here for. Okay. Um, no, I I thought Hungary was decent enough, but you didn't didn't particularly like it. Nah, I mean, I think it's it's a more general thing where like I'm not. Um, I'm not having a go at Max or Red Bull. They built the best card. They're working. That's fine. It's just the fact that when you watch a race, you just you're just not invested. If you yeah. know what I mean, there's not there's just not a fight anymore, and uh, it, it's like it's just it's just a meme. It's just like the Max Verstappen podcast kind of thing. So yeah, um, yeah, especially at Hungary in that hot weather, it was it was literally Lewis versus the McLaren, Sergio coming through, and, and George coming through. That's it, but it wasn't a particularly entertaining race bar the first corner with the Alpines and Zhu uh, and Ricardo. But, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was interesting enough. I think the new quali format worked quite well, don't you think? Yeah, I enjoyed that. So, yeah, let's start with quali. Um, let's do one that. Set of, one set of tyres for each session, uh, hard, medium, soft, Q3, Q2, Q1, respectively. Mixed up the grid a little bit with the alphas making it into into q3 they did very Zhu, well yeah Zhu in p5 and uh there were some losers out of it with george russell and p18 that's bad yeah like i said they they left it a little bit too last minute he got caught in traffic mm. um, but that's that's one of the good things because can you imagine he's like okay i might be a little bit messed up here but i want to set a softs that could help me out uh not having that luxury I, I like this new qualifying format, and I hope to see it more in the future. Mm. I still, I still think it does beg the question. Surely, one shot qualifying could also work. Oh yeah, we we talked about this last week. I would we love did. to see one shot quali. It's just that it's not fair with track evolution. That's it. Yeah, true. Um, um, you know, if you're the last one out, you know, you run the risk of a yellow flag or a red flag, but you also run the risk of or run the risk, get the advantage of the track being quickest, which is why I said in uh, last week's episode is that if you're on pole in the previous race, you go out first in quali. I think so, it should be randomly drawn. Nah, I just don't think that's fair kind of thing. So with Lewis on pole, thank God for Lewis putting it on pole and just giving us a little bit of hope. You know, it is a hope that kills you on mm. a possibly exciting race, but good on him for putting on pole. That was a Lewis lap, you know, just pulling it out the bag. And was it three thousandths? He was ahead yeah, by? Yeah, 0. 0.003. Wow. Uh, so that's three. I think yeah. quite literally it's quicker than a blink. Mental. Mental how close uh, it wasn't qualifying, but but good on him. Um, but yeah, the race was a completely different story. Um, I think one thing I wanted to talk about, maybe it's not even just quality, it's a race, obviously, because I love Alonso and it's sad to see the drop off of Aston Martin, although they do have upgrades coming. Yeah. They can't change tire constructions in the middle of a Halfway season, through a season, unless it's yeah. a safety. 
Because if you look at 2013, <laughs> the season was competitive up until Silverstone. And then once they changed the tyre constructions, which they said was for safety, Red Bull ran away with it. It's as simple as that. So I think it's unfair to develop a car for one set of tyres and then have it changed middle of the season. Yeah, I think that one of the things... The thing is with the tyres is that at the start of the season, you could run through an entire race on one set of hards. And that can't happen. So... I think that if they'd have, you know, made them softer, essentially, so that you couldn't run as long, I think that would have been perfectly acceptable. But that's not what they've done. No, they haven't. Um, considering, we'll talk about it in the race, that Danny Rick did 40 laps on mediums. Yeah. So, But yeah, um, I thought quality was quite exciting with the new format. I hope they bring it back. It'd be nice to see at Singapore, which mm. is quite a technical track and also... Maybe at Japan, because it's similar to Silverstone with quite high-speed corners yeah. and an overall fast track. But yeah, what, what were your thoughts on, on Quali? I thought it was good. Um, I think that it would be it would be very interesting to not know what tyre compound each Quali session was on. So, for okay. example, literally 10 minutes before, it's random. Like, right, okay, 10 minutes before, Q1, so all 20 drivers, it's mediums. Put your mediums on, let's go. So you don't know whether it's soft, medium, or hard. Just to throw something else in there, because ultimately it doesn't matter, really. Um, I think that could be fun, because it could it could end up just, you know, jumbling things up a little bit. Um, but, like, other than that, I thought it was good. I thought that it's it's the sort of thing where on a sprint weekend they could implement to make it even more crazy. So you keep yeah. the sprint quality, which they're doing anyway, um, but... <clears throat> but then you you have quality be different on those sprint weekends as well um even though the weekend doesn't really make sense because you have the quali and then you have the the sprint quali and then the sprint race and then the actual race rubbish don't like that um but i i think that that could be a good weekend to do this sort of setup on but i still think one stop would probably be a bit better to me one stop one shot what about just one set of compounds so everyone's on soft for q3 q2 and q1 so that way uh, and you only get one set of tires for mm. each quality session so q3 one set q2 one set q1 one set so that could mix up a little bit because you're like right do i go out early and get a banker lap in mm. or do i wait till the end when the track is rubbered in but then there's a high chance of yellow or red flags and you know you've got to be really careful on how hard you can push yeah, how many laps you can do because you've only got one set of tires. So if you therefore then mess up your banker lap and you've got to go out again, uh, that could mix it up a little bit. That's so. it, yeah. But yeah, I like the fact that they changed it, but it was not like a major dramatic change. Hope to see it again in the future. No. And yeah, the McLarens are doing well as well. <laughs> look at you, yes. look at you smile. Oh, if no. you listen to this, he's just got a massive... How horrible... Big smile because there was a lot of talk with the McLaren to be able to do on a completely different track, Silverstone, and Lando and Oscar were right up there as well. So damn right they were. Play to them. Um, yeah, that McLaren seems to be better than people expected. Yep, and it's, it arguably is the second quickest car. Would you say? Yeah, it's jumped up to essentially become the second quickest car in terms of race pace. I don't know over oh. one lap. 
but yeah. race pace second quickest i mean yeah it'd be interesting because obviously lando put it p2 silverstone and mm. lewis was p1 um for hungary but yeah yeah but uh, I, th- I think that the still the red bull is quickest over one lap pace i think that max was no, no, but what would you say is the quickest qualifying car in P2? Quickest, quickest qualifying is the red bull has to no be. no which would you say is p2 p2 qualifying i it depends on the track as well that's the other thing as well we've seen because the aston's up there with alonso aston's great at quality the, the ferrari's the not Ferrari's terrible like I think yeah. I think quali on if if it's perfect conditions for any of the cars, I would actually argue that the best quali car obviously is going to be Red Bull, but I would argue then it probably is Ferrari, Aston, McLaren, Mercedes in that really? order. I would say Ferrari, Mercedes. McLaren, I think Mercedes, Mercedes, Aston is probably very very similar. I, I would I would agree with you earlier on in the season now. Yeah, Those since they've changed the tires, it's sort of so, they've like the Aston Martin hype train has just slowed derailed. down. It's derailed. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's off in a field with some cows. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> they do they do have upgrades. So they have a small upgrade for Spa, and they have some <laughs> upgrades coming post summer break. So hopefully, okay, that'll, yeah, that'll get them back to a stronger second half of the hopefully season. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, should we talk about uh, the race? Uh, Max Verstappen won. That's it. See, you. speak to you next week. Oh, well, that was it. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Um, um, should we talk about the Alpines? <clears throat> let's start off with them. Yeah, let's Eric. let's talk about the start because we should probably talk about the start at the start. Um, what the what the hell happened with the with the Alpines, Ash? Would you care to explain? So, Zhu, I believe, had a brake issue. He had an issue with a car anyway, which caused his car not to launch off the line correctly. Yeah. So he was trying to make up for lost positions, probably went in a little bit too hot into turn one, hit Danny. Uh, Danny was the innocent party. And that just kind of created that bowling ball effect we've seen in 2021. Yeah. And the Alpines hit each other and took each other out through no fault of their own. But out of, like, it couldn't have been one Alpine and one you know, Alpha Tauri or one yeah. William. It had to be both Alpines. And, Sacre bleu. Yeah. Like you said, we've had reels longer than uh, Alpine's time in that race. Uh, yeah, it, it's quite embarrassing the fact that they they you know they came out and said like, oh Alpine, we're going forward, and then they've had a double DNF for the last two races in a row. So I know, I know. It's, just, he should it's have very said embarrassing. Laurent Rossi just 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 let the Formula One team do what they were doing. Yeah, because they had that little jump, didn't they? Like he came out and said something, and then Ocon got P three in Monaco, and then yeah, it's up been well. Um, Lewis didn't have the best start, which he admitted on the radio, which he apologised for, which let uh, Max through and the two McLarens through, which kind of then dictated the positions for the race. Good on Oscar, True. superstar Oscar, got it yeah, P two, rookie of um, the year. Yeah, he is rookie of the year. So far. <laughs> Uh, I would like to understand what went behind the strategy decision to let Lando pit first. If it was by choice where Oscar was like, I'm happy on the hards, I don't want to pit, and Lando was like, I'm happy to pit, fair play. If they're giving preferential treatment to Lando when he's not ahead on the track, that I think is wrong. Do you think it could be a situation where, like at Mercedes, they switch whoever is the lead driver each week? I think track position is key. Yeah. So if you're ahead on the track, you get preferential strategy. Mm. 
Mm. Um, but in terms of like maybe qualifying, because I know we've got Monza coming up and there's going to be toes. Yeah. Left, right, and center. It could be it could be something like that. T-O-W, not T-O-E. Um, yeah, T-O, no, T-O-E. Yeah, yeah like, I'm towing, just, towing I'm just checking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you derailed my, my thought process, what I was going to say. I think with, with, when they didn't have a quick card, they didn't really care. Yeah. Now that they're fighting for serious points, they may have to be, I wouldn't say pick a lead driver, but they may be like, look, if someone's in PT, we just keep them in PT, right? Even if the driver behind is quicker, yeah. just to secure the points. But I suppose it's a good problem to have. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing problem to have. <laughs> um, but I do feel like Oscar will be feeling very hard done by. I and think so, yeah. that he was, I think it was mostly just unlucky i think i don't but well, i don't I, really Lando know put in a stonking out lap yeah uh, to, to get ahead and i think he had the quicker pit stop but yeah if you look at oscar's last stint on those mediums he wasn't really enjoying it and i listened to his post-race radio where his engineer tom stallard uh, tom yeah, tom, i believe yep. kind of said look yeah we'll, we'll look into what we can do about tire management and yeah you know, like I said, maybe he's a rookie. He's not got Lando's experience and managing yeah. tires. Yeah, this stuff is like this is exactly the situation where Formula One experience will help you in a Formula One race. Uh, yeah. Nothing against um, Oscar. It's literally just Lando has f- like so many seasons, five seasons under, under his belt now. Well, this is his fifth season, I think. Um, so he will know exactly what to do in that situation and he will be more used to it. I think that's literally all it boils down to. I think I think that if you get the longer we give Oscar, the closer that gap will get. Yeah, next season will be very interesting. Absolutely. I'm really Especially if they've got a competitive car. Yeah, if uh, they carry on having a competitive car, for sure. So yeah, uh McLaren's were P two and P five. Checo came up through uh the pack to end up in p3 and what happened with with perez he got driver of the day for that why (laughs) if you are one of the listeners who voted for perez for driver of the day why because it it, it shouldn't have been him it should have been danny perez should be p2 or p3 in the fastest car on the grid so don't give him credit for coming from p9 to finish p3 in literally a in rocket and and if you're gonna do that give it to george russell yeah same thing george yeah george deserved it more oscar deserved it more i'd even argue that hamilton deserved it more i would say that yeah um nothing against perez lovely bloke but at the same time you're in the fastest car on the grid by a country mile so act like it for once (laughs) sorry he was he was very aggressive he did get himself (laughs) up to a podium position so It'll be interesting to see what this uh, Danny move to Alpha Tauri does for him for the rest of the season. Yes, and speaking of Danny, how did he get on? How was his weekend? He did really well. So he outqualified Yuki he and did. he beat him in the race, did 40 laps on mediums. So ridiculous. Fair play to him. He was in P13. And for his debut race, considering he's been out of a car for a few months and he wasn't doing that well at McLaren, to jump into the Alpha Tauri and do what he's done, fair play to him. Good on him. Yeah, and, uh, it's pretty be, impressive. Yeah, I uh, I would like to see what he does for the rest of the season. And mm. I absolutely would not hold it against Yuki. It's just been one race. Uh, Yuki's still the benchmark, I think, in that team. So, yeah. But uh, fair play to Danny. Credit where credit's due. We You can criticize him when he wasn't doing well in the McLaren. But 
when he's doing well in the alpha, relatively, you gotta oh. gotta hold your hands up and say, well done. Yeah, I think I think it's important not to get carried away. He didn't set the world alight. He had a decent, a solid performance in that Alpha Tower. Yeah. Um, I think that he's done better than some people expected. I think we both said here on the podcast, yeah. uh, we both said that if he doesn't beat Yuki before the summer break, fine, whatever, yeah, completely fine. justified. I would understand. However, he's beaten him now before the summer break um and now it's just a case of how long until he gets some points yeah i know it could just take a wet race could take a really good race i think give him like i said he's got belgium i think he'll be in the simulator quite a lot over the summer break yeah if they're allowed if they're not i don't know i'm not sure um, i'm not sure I know they actually. kind of have to shut down but um, somebody, yeah, a couple of races. On, on a there. similar note, somebody made a very interesting point, right? And they apparently, the Red Bull struggled with their sim data this weekend. Isn't okay. that ironic that the, the minute that Daniel, their third slash sim driver, leaves, Ooh. they struggle with, with sim data? Isn't that, that is interesting? interesting? That is. It's just something to think about. It I'm not is. saying that it's the reason. Really? Yeah, yeah. But... We, we can we can we can make leaps of faith. <laughs> we can we can we can read into that a little bit. Um, uh, I, I I think that the the only thing is for me is that I would feel a little disheartened if I'm Yuki Sonoda, who's driven really hard to get two points on the board yeah. in the drivers' championship for Daniel to then come in and beat him in the drivers. That I think, I think would be very disheartening. I I, I do. Uh, either way, Yuki has that seat next season. Yeah, I would regardless. not get rid of UK. Yeah. Sorry, UK, UK. If Ricardo, <laughs> all right, him. EU, <laughs> UK, UK. I'm okay. <laughs> no, I, I, no, because you said UK Brexit. That was, yeah. it was a Brexit. I say, I'll say like UK. Ah, um, I, I would still keep UK because he is a solid driver. He's doing well, and the AlphaTauri is not the quickest car or, no. or the easiest car to drive. Um, considering easiest car to drive and not the quickest car. Should we talk about Ferrari? Oh, God. Yeah, let's start the therapy. <laughs> you, sound, you sound exactly like Charles, though. You're like, oh. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> At what point is Charles, and I mean this in the nicest way possible, at what point is Charles going to grow some balls and tell his engineers what strategy he is running? Because that's what Carlos does. <laughs> he he shouldn't, but he shouldn't have to, right? No, I his, know, but his, Carlos his, does it, and it works. He's got a whole strategy team. He's got the race engineers. They should be giving him the information. They have all the information. They shouldn't be like, ah, oh, it is painful. It's mm. really painful to see a team as big, as well-funded with the experience of Ferrari make the same mistake. It's And it's not even Charles, right? It's Carlos as well. Yeah. It's Carlos like, what, what are you guys doing? Kind yeah. Of it just, I don't. I don't understand what is going on at Ferrari. I don't I, think a lot of people a lot of people don't understand what's going on yeah. at Ferrari. Um, they are currently trying to win a championship on heritage and vibes. And it's <laughs> not going to work. No, because you know you only win a championship with the stopwatch. That's it. Exactly. The stopwatch doesn't lie. And exactly. I, I wouldn't even mind. Like, okay, you don't have the quickest car. That's fair enough, right? You're up against teams like Mercedes and Red yeah, Bull. Yeah, that's fine. But at least if you're maximizing what you're getting. And it doesn't seem to be that they're doing that. And there it is. Uh, yeah. Like so yeah. they so for, for people who, you know, would like to relive the horror, uh, they had a nine point four well, Charles had a nine point four second pit stop, which felt like an age. 
Um, I think he had a, an issue. Well, he didn't have an issue. The mechanics had an issue with the wheel gun on the back left um, during his. Was it his first or second pit stop? I actually, I actually don't know which one it was, but I don't think it matters that much. Uh, I would say, hold on, I'll, I'll find out for you. Okay, thank uh, you, Charles um, Leclerc. But it was, it was not a pretty sight, um, and it didn't get much better for him after that, did it? Uh, it was his second pit stop. Second pit stop. Okay. But during his second pit stop, what did he do? <laughs> <laughs> he was speeding in the pit lane and got himself a five-second time penalty as well. Yeah. Uh, you can't blame the strategists for that. That's you. Learn to use your brakes. <sighs> Just, I, yeah. I... To be fair, it's not the worst weekend in a Ferrari, is it? <clears throat> France last year. Um, so France the year before, sorry, 21 France when he slammed it into the wall and just screamed. Um, was it that France? Was a, was it that was a painful... Was 22? Uh, 22, that was a painful moment because he was leading the race, wasn't he? I think so, yeah. I think he, I think he was but that was the, the same race. race where Carlos was trying to overtake someone and, <laughs> and the fucking strategy team were like, pip now? And he's like, no, why now? Like... <laughs> Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, um, it might have been Charles's first stop. Sorry, this thing is not clear. Either way, yeah. they messed up his pits. But yeah, 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 that's what I mean, though. Right? Is they're talking to Carlos while he's having a battle? Yeah, and you think, okay, m- all right, maybe one off. Uh, but they, it's like, we're still talking about they the just same thing. This, this shit season. all the time, yeah. And it's just frustrating. And I and that, do you know what? That's the annoying thing. Is right? Is that you know, if they get the car right, they have the drivers. Yeah right they've shown it at the start of last season it's like look we can fight we can compete carlos won in silverstone last year yeah charles was like bahrain and a couple uh, austria austria yeah but also like uh back in back in the day 2012 (laughs) when ferrari didn't have the fastest car they Mm. had great strategy and Mm. great pit stops which helped alonso basically fight for the championship until the last race yeah so even if like okay our car's not the quickest but we're acing it on strategy and pit stops to maximize what we can do but ah i just (laughs) can we just talk about something even more painful which is yeah aston martin (laughs) oh god yeah um it's not a great weekend for them really i mean you say that p9 and p10 i mean so if you're talking about a team maximizing results that's what they're doing they the tire if it is a tire so i was watching ted's notebook and alonso said it was the tire construction that's caused the drop on performance and aston martin is like no we just think the other teams have just caught up to red bull Mm. um i think at the very least it will have impacted them i mean if alonso is saying it right i'm not saying alonso would but if he's saying you know it could be the tires rather than like like yeah our upgrades aren't working or we're not upgrading as fast as the other teams i think he would maybe say something like that but the fact that he's referencing the tires it probably is affecting the car yeah um but yeah e- like they're maximizing way, their results either way him leaving alpine was a great idea yeah so and I'm, I'm happy um i find it funny that anyone else leaving alpine <laughs> he also likes yeah see he looked, when he was uh smiling at Oscar's oscar interview. yeah he's just, just like so there's funny. like it was it wasn't just me everyone made the right decision but yeah yeah, i mean they're maximizing what they can i really do hope the upgrades that they bring over the next few weeks get some back up there because it's just 
Alonso on the podium is just it's, it's just, vibes. It's vibes, isn't it? Yeah. It is vibes. So yeah, um yeah, Danny did well getting it to P thirteen. Yeah. Um oh one thing we didn't talk about in qualifying was the alphas. Yeah, true. Yeah, well alphas smashed it. Yeah. So talking about a mix up, Zhu in P five and Valtteri in P seven shows that they had the pace on those tires and at this track and that's good. I think my prediction, because I'm going to try and save myself here, was I did say that Nick would outscore Yuki. <clears throat> I did also say that Zhu would outscore Valtteri over the True. season. So maybe that might come through. You know, so you know yeah. I might just clutching at straws, Ash. But yeah, sure. If there's straws there, I'll clutch at. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, at least then I guess like like do I, t- I tell you what here's here's hypothetical. Do we think Daniel is going to outscore Yuki? Oh, I think I think he will. I, I think, think he will. What, I think if this is what he's shown after one race, I think he will. I'm I'm going to say he isn't. You're going to say he isn't. Okay. I'm going to say he isn't. Right. Partly That's to be good. different, but also I have a lot of faith in. Uh, my my favorite Japanese driver. I, I'm, I'm not um, saying that as a as a diss to Yuki. No, 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 not at all. I just no. think, but I did make the same mistake with Nick DeVries, But fuck you it, did. I'll make the same mistake like four or five times <laughs> before I learned. I'm going to go Daniel without scoring. I think he'll get a few points over the next okay. few races. So yeah, um, then just standard stuff. Haas went backwards. Yeah, Logan brought up the rear of the grid. Yeah, retired um, a lap early. Sorry? He retired a lap early. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he didn't. Had didn't a spin DNF. and then just went, ah, I'm done for the day. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. And Alex did well just outside of the points, P11. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, again, for me, a little bit opposite to you. I didn't really enjoy the race. I just feel fair play to Red Bull and Max, but it's yeah. just, there's, not, you, there's nothing to be invested in, right? Yeah, so, I know what you mean. I thought it was a decent enough race, you know. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it wasn't something that was going to set the world alight. But George coming through, uh, Paris coming through as well, even though he didn't deserve driver of the day, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but Paris coming through, the little battle at the beginning between the front four was interesting for a first couple of turns. There was a little bit of a crash with the Alpines both DNFing, um, plus uh, both Alpines DNF'd, which is amazing. <laughs> um so, uh bet you're glad you spent your money there. Um yeah, Ryan. I, I guess <laughs> it's it's not a worry. Mm. It's more kind of like what would be a light word for doom? <laughs> impending. Im, uh, doom. No, because be impend no, because I don't want to say it's doom. It's just Maybe sad could be the correct term, but it's clear that the Red Bulls are using these races as practice sessions. Ah, that's that's where you were going with. Okay, yes. Yeah, because yeah. I think they're just going to be like, because uh, was it GP was talking to Max, like, how do you mm. find the tyre construction? They're going to use this as like, yeah, we might not have the wind tunnel time, but we've got real race time on the track with no one affecting us. We're in clean air. We can try different things because Max finishes a pit stop ahead of everyone. True. They're going to wrap. I think they, they've got 2024 and 2025 locked up. Yeah, I think they know that 2023 is done. That's yeah. it. Max is yeah. winning the constructors on his own. So you might as well start focusing on next year, year after. Yeah. And it's like, oh, don't worry about wind tunnel time. We've got real life wind tunnel time. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, that's going to be a bit scary, I think. A little bit, yeah. But yeah, like I said, I think the race was good enough. It wasn't a bore fest. It wasn't a snooze fest. There were there were some I, I, bits. I thought and it was a snooze fest until the last ten laps when mm, when fair enough. Lewis was chasing down Oscar. Yeah, but Oscar, tell you what, Oscar did a fantastic job. Yeah, so had uh, had a good little battle with Checo as well. Yeah, so decent enough yeah, for yeah, for a rookie not, of the he's year. Not a rookie so. to be pushed around, but is Daniel Ricciardo technically a rookie? <laughs> Uh, no, definitely not. Um, I should think, we look ahead to Should we look ahead to Spa? I because think we should. We should look ahead to Spa. Race, we've got some mixed conditions for a session. Wet poly on Friday for the Sunday race, which should make things interesting. And fingers crossed slash touch wood that there is no safety concerns or anything like that. Um, no. So hopefully everything this is runs where we need smoothly. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Um so but obviously we will we will have to wait and see but I think that uh obviously hopefully there's no there's no safety concerns or anything like that but a wet quality should make for interesting running let's say. Um and then the sprint Saturday as well could potentially have some upsets or whatever but it will essentially just be the Max Verstappen show the entire weekend. Yeah, pretty much well. So um, what are our predictions for the Max minus max top three. The minus max top three. three uh, so I'm I'm going Lando, then George, then Oscar. I'm gonna no go... then Perez. Sorry, Lando then Oscar. No, yeah, wait, hold on. Lando then George <laughs> then Perez. Yeah, Lando George okay. Perez. No, no Oscar. Oscar. Oscar P five again. Oscar P five. I'm gonna go Checo. Yeah. Um, I think it's a super high-speed circuit. So even if he doesn't qualify the best, I think he'll still bring it back up there. Yeah. Uh, lots of overtaking. Uh, I'm going to go Lewis in P3. Mm. Uh, he does well at Spa. Um, and I think in the mixed quali, he'll probably put the car up there. True, yeah. And then I'm going to go Lando. No. Yeah, I'm going to go Lando as my final position. Mm. And then as a as a uh, little curveball, I'm going to put Alex up there for P5. Nice. I'd I'd yeah, be very he's happy done to well see the Williams far before. Um, yep. And I think that Williams is is a quick car in a straight line and high speed circuits, which he showed at Silverstone. Um, True. I think he'll do very well. Here's one for you: Who will have fastest lap? Are we talking about MOTM man other than Max? <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I I, I was going to say if Max doesn't have fastest lap, who's going to get fastest lap? Checker. I Checo. I can see it. I can see it being Lewis. I'd say Checo, but I think if if Alex has a pit stop mm. ahead of someone, I could see him just strapping on the soft tires or softest tires, whatever tire yeah. compounds that they have, and just going for it. Yeah, you never know. So. Um, it'd be interesting to see what what Albono does. Albono does, but yeah, um, and I do. I like. Spa is usually a good track for racing. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see what happens from P2 to P20. <laughs> mm, yeah. I think, I think, I, I kind of hope, you know, that, uh, that, that like Verstappen qualifies like P20 like again or has a grid penalty yeah, but to see him just come be up through. To P1 or... in like 10 laps. I know, but I want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> just for, it would be entertaining. I want to see it happen. Oh, man. Because we're starting to get into the territory of grid penalties for replacement parts. I think Ferrari are very close to having to do some sort of penalty. 
Um, and I think they should be clever and they should take any grid penalties in Zanvolt. Really? Yeah. I, I would take it in Monza. No. I'd take I, it anywhere. Anywhere I, that's high speed, uh, sorry, high speed, with lots of overtaking opportunities. Monza is your home race. You want your best result. You don't want grid penalties in Monza. If, yeah, if Ferrari wanna... get on the podium in Monza, the rest of the season won't matter that it's been a complete <laughs> shambles. If they get on the podium or win somehow, which is they're going to they're they're run with no wings. <laughs> Honestly, pure, that might work. Um, pure they're going to win it on pure vibes. No drag. Um, but I, I genuinely think for, for Ferrari, if they focus on having a very good Monza, the season won't be a complete failure. That's where I would focus if I'm Ferrari. So I would take a grid penalty in Zandvoort if you need to take components for Monza to have a good Monza. I, I, I would take it in Monza. I would take it in any race where I can overtake easily. I wouldn't take it in Sandvoort just because it's just so difficult to overtake and you don't want to be at the back. You want to maximise points. True. Know? I know you want to maximise points, but you also want a good Monza. So That's true. But That's like, the thing. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm thinking of. Having a good Monza will be very, yeah. very important to... Yeah. Uh, I, to I, I'll do the opposite. But hey, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how, uh, as Max said, Ferrari will fuck up the strategy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, either way. Um, um, they're going to be goners. Um yeah cool. that's probably about it to be honest with you there's, there's oh do we do we want to talk about the uh lando just getting so pissed at max and just smashing his trophy yeah i can't believe he went on that <laughs> massive tirade just bashed just, it over his head didn't he <laughs> conked him on the head with it. um yeah i think lando's obviously gotten some very unfair criticism unfair um, unfair because I, I i've said this to you right what a driver says in a car where they're hot, agitated, yeah. got someone talking in their ear, trying to manage the car, trying to manage the tires while hitting their braking points. Pulling. Take it with a pinch of salt. So many Gs. You're allowed to be angry and frustrated and stuff like that. So all this stuff that was said online about, you know, oh, Lando and, you know, he was P17 before and he was given blue flags and all that. Just, just fuck off, man. Yeah. You don't know what it's like to to be in his position you know if they if it's outside where he's a bit more relaxed and calm it's like okay lando i think you should watch what you say when you're in a car and you're in that stressful environment i don't take anything that they say and seb said it in a press conference this is why we need seb back he said it in a press conference a few years ago it's like you know you see footballers on the pitch and they swear and they shout and all that but yeah it's, they're in there's got adrenaline going they're in the heat at the moment it's a competitive environment so yeah, all for him. And the trophy thing was just an accident. Simple yeah. as. Complete accident. Um, it's not like Max doesn't have enough Eddie. He's like, I'll just get one in Belgium. Literally Don't worry about will it. win one in another week. <laughs> I'll win uh, it next year. Don't worry about it. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, he will win four in July. <laughs> so I wouldn't worry about it, mate, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a shame. Obviously, it takes six months to build these. But like... I think six months to build a little trophy like that. Are you mad? But the annoying thing is, is like everyone's having fun with it. Red Bull having fun with it. Yeah. Lando's having fun with Max. And then you've got people in the comments saying, oh, Lando should have been more X or Y. It was an accident. It wasn't on I know, purpose. What you should do is, if Lando's on the podium uh, yeah. this weekend in Belgium, he should just grab Max's trophy and like pretend to throw it off type thing, purely just to mess with it, because why not? Like, just... Yeah. <laughs> 
If 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 Max is Max and Lando are on the podium, if I was Max, I'd say, just 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 give me the bottle of champagne. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, just give just me that. Like, just, like or like hold the trophy very very carefully. Yeah, um, yeah. Or maybe uh, or maybe break Lando's one. Like, yeah, I, like, I, I would like to know <laughs> yeah. what a P two or a P three trophy looks like, and then just yeet it. He should do the 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 P two trophy, but like he should he should do what Lando does. He should do the trick on his trophy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, on his podium spot. But, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's probably about it then. Um, uh, yeah, that's about it. There's actually not much in, in news either. No. Um, there's no silly so, season, season, silly well, season silly season stuff started, to cover. You know, so, you know, I'm sure we'll hear more about what's happening over the next few races with drivers and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, look forward to Belgium. Yes, back to back race weeks, which is which is nice because we're about to have a month without races. So. Yeah, bring bring it on, Belgium, uh, because the next time we'll see you is in the Netherlands, and that's yeah, that's too far away. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> they need a break. They need Honestly, a break. and I've said this to you before: during the summer break, that's when you run F one Academy, <laughs> or you have a feature race for F two halfway through. That'd be a good shout during during the break. Having F one Academy races up would actually be a good. Shout have a F two weekend halfway through, um, and have an F one Academy support race. Yeah, easy. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Do uh, it. Do it somewhere near where most of the teams are based as well. You could easily do it in Silverstone. <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? I like, totally agree. Honestly, with you. like I just totally agree with you. yeah. F one fans are going to be like, we need some. Need something injected yeah. into my Plus, brain. then you can also you can get an insight onto who the rookies are going to be for next year. Yeah, if there are yeah. any seats next year, it doesn't look like it. But there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, I was just having to look through if anything because last time we did the podcast, it was breaking news. Yeah, Daniel breaking Ricardo. news. Danny Rick is back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we had high pitch Jacob. But um, yes, thank you all for listening wherever you are listening: Spotify, Apple. Um, Please do like, subscribe if you enjoy what you hear. Follow us on our socials where we're posting memes on the daily. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> and, yeah. And getting some interesting comments out of it. But uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, and we shall see you next week where we'll be talking all things Belgium. And we have a few fun episodes coming up for the uh, winter break. So stay tuned. Cheers, everyone. Okay, bye.